So I am heading on my way back from going to the dumps and getting rid of just extra not really salvageable pieces of furniture, dressers, and stuff that was not, you know, super great when I got it, but it did the job for a long, long time. And I think someone who could have been really nifty could restore some of it, but a lot of it was just like cheap, um, like that cork board wood. <clears throat> but anyways, I was making some breakfast for my son before I went to drop the U-Haul back off, and I was listening to Pastor David Wilkerson. And when I was listening to him, he was, he said he had a message that he did. And you can get all of his messages, which I strongly suggest because if you're not aware that we're in end times and, um, you know, we're living in the last, I believe, generation and hour, I really think, um, you know, if your pastor is not preaching on this stuff and, and you're just kind of relying on um, your own understanding of, of scriptures, unless, you know, Holy Spirit is teaching you diligently and you're soaking in, you know, the book of Daniel, the book of Revelation, Matthew 24, Luke 21, and some of the other scriptures that go on, um, then you just really, I recommend getting into David Wilkerson. Um, he will teach you on some end time themes. He will teach you on a lot of things. Um, a kind of a softer teacher, if I could describe it that way, would be Dick, Dr. David Jeremiah. He, um, I don't know if he's like a cessationist, meaning like if he's a pastor like McCarthy, is it McCarthy or MacArthur, who, um, like they think the gifts of, of, you know, like the apostles that they were given for healing and stuff like that. They don't believe in that anymore, but they still believe in Christ and his ministry and people can divide over that as well. I don't necessarily think it's a salvation issue. Um, it could just be, you know, someone's faith and belief and upbringing and tradition and um, doesn't mean that they, their heart doesn't love the Lord, though. Um, so it's not, you know, Satan will use that to divide people and to discourage people, really. And so I think when we walk maturely with our Father, we can discern with the Holy Spirit really what are things that we just have to part on. And, um... When I was listening to Dr. or to David Wilkerson, uh, I got, uh, I was listening to his message and I think it's titled, Everything Will Change in an Hour. And he is a pre-tribulation uh, pastor. So again, don't let that get you um, caught up in the division either. And so he, um, had said, you know, I'm not a prophet. Okay, so for the cessationist camp, they don't believe that God speaks to people like that anymore. And so they don't, you know, when you hear people that say, you know, that the Lord speaks to them and they prophesy, um, particularly um, about maybe end time events or things like that, you do definitely have to put your discernment um, with the Holy Spirit, um, I do believe in, in prophets, 
still. Um, you know, are there Jeremiah's and Isaiah prophets? Um, I don't think there's anointed prophets as, at, at that capacity just because it's a different dispensation of time. But I don't think that that means God stopped talking to people. I don't get those downloads like that but I've prayed for it and I have the faith for it and I know I'll, I've received it. I'm just in that space of time of having it. <laughs> but anyways, um, kind of goes along with a word of knowledge for people. So that's a little bit of like when people don't believe in when they're what I call cessationists, they just don't think any of that stuff exists anymore. And they're very just, uh, black and white, you know, they're sometimes, you know, but again, anyways, it's all a journey for each of us, and you can probably find testimonies of pastors who were cessation uh, pastor or, or just believers, and then they, you know, they could have had an extraordinary experience and a testimony to it, so, you know, if that's something that you feel led to do, but when I was listening to him, to get back to my point, is he said, I'm not a prophet, you know, so probably people are like, you're a prophet, you're a prophet. He's like, I'm not a prophet. He goes, but I am a watchman. And he goes, I will have to, as a watchman and a pastor, might I say, you will have to, we all have to give an account to the Lord, to the Lord God Almighty. And I do think that pastors have... A higher responsibility or will have a higher you know um, conversation if you will with the Lord about how they stewarded the gifts that they were given and um, that's between that person and the Lord and what struck me about that statement when he said well I'm not a prophet I am a watchman and I have a duty to tell the truth because people don't want to hear the truth and I was thinking about that I was thinking about like I know some Christians who they just don't want to think about the awful things going on in the world they're kind of just like in their bubble and if you start bringing up the atrocities of, of mankind you know you think about um, I just this is where my I think about this stuff and it's I don't necessarily want to. Wouldn't it be easier to just stay in a bubble and just have your Jesus in your bubble? But that's not my call. And so I see and I feel the suffering of people, the tortures of children that are going missing. And there's just the tortures of war-torn countries. And, you know, just think about it like think about how we have such like we're so disconnected as the United States uh, and I don't know for how long because I think we're gonna be facing some of these um, atrocities because of frankly I think the church the church as a whole has not stewarded the Word of God in America very well we've gotten divisive bitter um, and we've just kind of gotten complacent and comfortable. We've compromised. 
and this is what a watchman does a watchman a watchwoman whatever you want to say they're aware of this kind of stuff and they have they have a responsibility to deliver that message that we like if you read and study Jeremiah and Isaiah and all the um, the prophets after you know those larger volumes you know Hosea and um, Jonah and uh, Micah and Nahum they all had that's just a, a few of them they had a difficult job if you study them if you read the word look at the purpose of that book it was to warn people they were watchmen and I got the revelation thank you Holy Spirit that what if our delay and our Savior Jesus Christ our King of King and our Lord of Lords what if his delay is because of the grace of the Father waiting on his watchmen to do their job right if you think about it like if 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 um, the watchman would be doing their job now it for the watchman it doesn't matter if the person on the other end wants to receive it for the watchman it's not about bringing someone to salvation although that would be wonderful it's for the watchman your job and among many things I suppose but a major theme of your job is warning the people and telling the people to repent look at Jonah what he did he told the people to repent and I, I want to say like the king followed his uh, destruction followed his instructions and the everyone fasted i think even the animals fasted and and prayed and I, I can't remember the full details of it but god restored that um nineveh for quite some time now eventually i do think they went back to their old ways and he did destroy nineveh but he withstood because of the prophets work the warning so the pro like our job as a watchman and a watchwoman isn't to to not do your job because of of fear of lack of conversion that would just be the enemy coming in and discouraging you so i've just been really feeling like bolden lately emboldened and bouldered however that word is to just really truly be a watchman watch woman whatever i'm a woman <laughs> and so and just say what i need to say and i don't have to have watchman conversations all the time i can be graceful i can be loving i can exhibit you know god's many many qualities and just attributes in, in our character. But I have a job. I have a job and you have a job too. If you can discern the signs of the times or the times of the signs, 
however you want to say it, then you probably are a watchman or a watchwoman and you need to warn people. Maybe you have to just discern in a way where you have to say, hey, brother, hey, sister, like, do you know who the Lord is? You know, he's coming back. He's, there's evil. You see the evil. We have to repent. He's coming soon. Look at the wickedness. Like, and I believe if you have a heart posture for this, and if you are walking in faith, not by sight, and obedient and trusting the Lord, you know what's going to happen? He will set up divine appointments for you to minister. And these conversations could be just moments. They don't have to go into a 20-minute monologue of truth. So just be encouraged. Raise up. Stand up, speak up, because Jesus Christ is coming back soon, and we do have a job to be obedient to tell everybody, however that looks. Amen? Amen.